hope you enjoy your flight. On this episode, Kat and I discuss some of the complexities of our lifestyle. We explore if our chosen profession is in fact a young and single person's gig. Is it easier and more fun to do as a single person or one in relationships? Also, we discuss dating and how things have changed in the last decade. We also explore why I choose to reply to most questions with sarcasm, including my favorite response to, why are you single? Why are you single? Overqualified. That's right. This is Maya and Kat inviting you to to sit back, back, relax, and and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to another episode of Back Alley Banter. Kat, it is absolutely blowing my mind that we are actually doing this. Did you ever think two years ago that any of this would come to fruition? I did not. It was a dream and it felt like it was in the distant future. Absolutely it did. And then two years passed and here we are, episode six. Episode six. COVID made us do it. Yes, COVID made us do it. That's a hashtag that's trending. COVID made us do it? COVID made me do it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The PCers out there, I don't know how they're going to feel about that one. (laughs) Well, it's everything from the bad haircuts to... Oh yeah, Yeah. the COVID cut, the COVID 15, Mm -hmm. 20 pounds. COVID made me do it. Mm -hmm. COVID made us do a podcast. Yes, it did. Finally. Friends of mine used it for postponing their wedding. Hashtag COVID made us do it. Okay. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah, that's clever. Yeah. I like it. Positive spin on it. (laughs) Okay. Maya, I want to pick your brain about something. Uh Uh-oh. I'm being replaced, aren't I? You found a better co-host, didn't you? It's Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe's your new (laughs) co-host. I love Rob Lowe, but no one could replace you, buddy. I'm interested in your take on being a flighty and dating. I probably should be replaced. I know absolutely nothing on the topic, as I'm actively avoiding dating right now. It's not where my focus needs to be. I'm dating myself and learning who I am and what I need to do. But I do understand what you mean. We've laughed and cried about this topic a lot. Like you mean you and yourself have laughed about it? Or well, you, you and I? I. Okay. You and I. But yes, me and my <laughs> you personalities and have yes, laughed and cried a lot. Okay, yeah. I interrupted you. Go on. No, that's all good. So let's share our findings with the masses. You've been in a relationship for a while. Yes, I have. Have you always been in a relationship and flying? Yeah, I'm a serial dater. Or I was a serial dater, I guess I should say. Sorry, hubby. <laughs> I was a serial dater. Um, it was something that I wasn't single for very long for very often throughout my dating years and then since um flying yeah I've always been in a relationship while flying Mm -hmm. I have not that's right most of my flying career I've been single in fact of the 15 years I think maybe four total yes not combined all at once okay four total of 15 years okay have been in relationships and I've noticed something about it it's just my armchair expert Yes. Theory. Yes. I attract more attention when the assumption is or the knowledge is that I am in a relationship. Okay. Well, let's discuss this and let's get into this because Mm -hmm. we have, again, another example of how we are so vastly different. Mm -hmm. So let's start with you. You explain this to me. So what I've noticed is I'm daft when it comes to attention from anybody. (laughs) (laughs) If you're interested in me, skywrite it, neon sign, something. You have to be explicit with me. But the people that have expressed interest have always been in relationships. So they're already in a relationship and then they express interest. In yours truly, yes. In yours truly. Mm -hmm. And is this happening predominantly when you are in uniform and performing your duties as a flight attendant? Usually with colleagues. Okay. Oh, I see where we're going. Yes. And I suspect, I don't want to put the stigma out there because not everybody is like this. Not everyone's a nasty bastard. No, but much like other industries, 
ours has a reputation yes. for being less than loyal. <laughs> yes. Upstanding citizens. I'm not sure what to describe us as. Yes. Um, there's a stigma. It's a very archaic and dated stigma that we're a bunch of good time gals and guys. Guys, yes. So that being said, yes, I have been approached right. by individuals that aren't in the position to be approaching anybody else. Okay. My theory is that the assumption is that we can go on our work trips. Yes. Work together. Yes. Have our fun in the sun. Mm-hmm. And then go on our merry way. That's go right. Go home, go to our significant others. Yeah. Live our lives. And there's not going to be that fear of the frequent texting or calling or, yes. baby, I miss you because you're both involved at home. And then when you're at work, yes. you can have your... So is it a relationship that you feel that they're looking for that will occur continually when you perhaps are at work or is something like a one-time fun time thing it can be both okay it can okay. be both yeah there is a really big stigma on that and that mm-hmm. is again because you can have that belief what um happens when you're away like what happens, what happens in vegas, vegas stays in vegas stays on youtube and facebook forever that's right it does <laughs> but those dodos who are doing the nasty mm-hmm. um hitting on when they are already committed they don't even think past that, I'm sure. Or removing their bag tags. Yes, removing their bag tags. And leaving them on the hotel bedside table yes. and then having to run back at yes. three o'clock in the morning because they forgot their bag tags on the That's right. And the bag table. tags we're referring to as the wedding, wedding bands. <laughs> yes. And I don't want to make it seem like it's pilots that are doing the nefarious. Oh no, no. It's it runs the gamut. It runs the positions. gamut. And it's not always pilots. No, it's or not always men. Pilots. It's men. Yes. Or, or men. Or men. It's often... It can be of, of different work positions. I actually have a really funny story about my naivety. Mm-hmm. In this, within this this profession that we have, yeah. and having it occur in my first few years of flying, it was a trip mm-hmm. with a crew, had no idea that a specific flight attendant had picked up that trip, specifically because she wanted to be with oh, one of the pilots. Yeah. And I didn't realize this, that they had sort of this flirty thing going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I was completely naive to this at the time. And... They would, throughout the trip, would make plans with each other. Of course. But that seems normal to us because that's not uncommon. No. And we socialize and we're each other's family when we're on the road. And they would be, after check-in, everyone else would go to to the elevator to go to their rooms. And it just so happened that I was around when they were talking about having dinner Mm -hmm. at the hotel restaurant that night. And I said, oh, what time are you coming down? I will totally meet with both of you. Or I'll meet both of you down at the restaurant. So they begrudgingly, which I didn't even notice, and kindly said, uh, gave me the time and I met them, had no idea that the two of them were wanting to hook up. And I'm the third wheel. You cock blocked them. I totally <laughs> cockpit blocked them. I love it. It goes on though. So after dinner, I feel unknowingly, like, unknowingly, cockpit blocked them. Yes. I love it. And uh, after dinner, I unknowingly, of course, uh, they were so polite and so mm-hmm. sweet. I still didn't have a clue whatsoever. And after dinner, they're talking about going to the gym in the morning. Love our gyms, right? Yeah. Always got to get that workout in. You invited yourself along so for their workout. I did. And I said, oh, what time are you going to work out? I'll work out with you. Oh, and I couldn't understand why they sort of stumbled over their words and then gave me a certain specific time. And I thought it was strange. So the next day while we were operating on our flights I had mentioned something to one of the other crew members like it was really weird you know maybe I'm inserting myself and they don't like me and the other flight attendant said oh Kat you idiot don't you know that the two of them have been hooking up I had no idea (laughs) and here you are like keeping space for the Holy Spirit between yes (laughs) I 
completely was. I felt like such a fool. I love it. I know. So anyway, that was my enlightenment within the first few years that I was flying. Yes. Well, if you're not used to it, it can take you by surprise. It does. Yes. Because they're crafty about it. Yes. Very crafty about it. Yes. And it's things like calling your hotel room. Yeah. Whoever calls your hotel room. That's right. The only person who ever calls my hotel room is scheduling. That's right. What's the code word, though? We always make a joke when we're um, flying. My iron's out of water. (laughs) My iron's out of water. Or do you have toothpaste? And you show up with a a toothbrush. Um, There was one that young first officer knew to airlines with flight attendants. Mm -hmm. And um, flight attendant took a fancy to him and got a splinter or something. And legitimately needed tweezers. Legit. Okay. So that's another one is, do you have tweezers? Oh my gosh. This is so funny. I'm still learning after all these years. He knew that this particular flight attendant was in the room two doors down or three doors down Mm -hmm. or wherever because you know she made sure he knew what room she was in of course yeah (laughs) and he's like well girls usually have tweezers she'll probably have tweezers perfect of course so he knocks on our door or calls down or something I can't remember exactly how it went I wasn't there I just heard it secondhand and um, he asked for tweezers like yeah I'm in room 321 or whatever okay come on down so he comes down to get tweezers and she answers the door in her birthday suit <laughs> and he legitimately has a splinter he needs tweezers to remove his <laughs> whatever <laughs> splinter or whatever and she's like sweet game on welcome aboard <laughs> and He's like, why is she naked answering the door? Oh, she knew I was coming. Sweet soul. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So endearing. <laughs> Never ask your flight attendant if she has tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah. My iron's out of water has to be my favorite, though. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, my iron is out of water. <laughs> You can refill that yourself, people. That's right. (laughs) You've been in relationships most of the time that you've been in this role. Do you as a person in a relationship think it would be easier to do single or is it more difficult as a single person? I feel like it is relative to who you are with if you are in a relationship. You mean not somebody who's insecure and thinks you're cheating the whole time you're away? Absolutely. And secure with themselves. And the reason that I say that is because for the majority (laughs) of my career, I have been with my husband Mm -hmm. and he is the most secure comfortable person in our relationship with himself and with me Mm -hmm. and our commitment to each other Mm -hmm. Uh, dating engaged married whatever stage of our relationship um, Mm -hmm. I can I don't have to check in with him no I choose to I choose to Mm -hmm. I could go like three days straight without sending him a text or facetiming him and he doesn't even question it he just right away thinks wow she must be really tired and working a lot exactly so I believe it's relative if you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. to that person I have heard stories and testimonies from fellow co-workers where it's not easy I'm sure in any profession it can have a level of insecurity there if there's a level of insecurity in the relationship it could happen with any profession however with ours because as crews because we depend on each other we become instant family and a lot of us have known each other for years and years Mm -hmm. and years we go to dinner together we can go and i can go to your room or i can go to you can borrow tweezers anytime no (laughs) (laughs) thanks maya 
But my husband has no problem with me going over and hanging out with my crew. Do you know what I mean? I know that things are getting a little sensitive these days. So that's something that we don't do as much as we did, let's say, in the day and get together as a crew in each other's rooms. But it would never be an issue for him. And Mm -hmm. he can hear voices in the background if we're all out for dinner, all having drinks. And he doesn't even question it where, unfortunately, it is an issue for some Yeah, I had an ex that didn't particularly care for it. Didn't really like the, I'm going for dinner with my crew. I'm leaving my phone in my room. That whole conversation reminded me of a online dating situation that I had. Oh, let's talk about online dating, Maya, because... I hate it. I I know you do. I hate it so much. I think it's cruel and unusual punishment and nobody should ever have to subject themselves to it. I know. And there are some success stories out there. Christy and Michael. Yes. We mentioned them in 3AM Friends. They met on Match.com. Amazing. Five or six years strong now. Beautiful family too. I have Christy on Insta now since that conversation. And I want you to shed some light on that for me because I have never been unfortunate enough to <laughs> be, be reliant desperate enough to be no. in my situation <laughs> not at all that's not what I'm saying <laughs> as I'm putting my finger on my nose I'm just kidding Maya. I'm she's just got kidding. her fingers crossed behind her back her toes are crossed I don't know if I should believe her or not <laughs> I just haven't I've heard people just it's, run the gamut with online dating and it's something that I have no experience with so I want to hear more enjoy about it this. I'm yes. introverted so it's I do in that I can get attention without putting myself in a situation where I'm uncomfortable. Right. Because we all post our best photos to Instagram, Facebook, social media, online dating sites. Of course, you're going to post your best photos. But it should be a best present photo. Absolutely. Within the last six months, please, for the love of all that is holy, make sure that (laughs) that thing is time stamped within the last six months. And that is the legitimate photos. Even there's also catfish out there. Oh, yes. Which I believe. Oh, yes. I watched oh, yes. a documentary on this. It was crazy. Um, I busted one on Instagram the other day. That's a whole... We're going to have to do an episode okay. just on catfishing. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that was a fun afternoon. <laughs> Wasted. <laughs> oh, I want to hear more about this. Okay, let's go back. I'll have to add that to the list of... And add it to topics. the list. Yes. But um, no, online dating, it's just people can be whomever they wish. So for somebody like me, I can appear more extroverted and more adventurous. I went to the gym once in 2016. So I can say I go to the gym regularly, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it's regularly this decade. Yes. Right? Okay. Okay. I see where you're going. So yeah, of course I love hiking because I went hiking once. (laughs) 15 years ago, but I love it. But I loved it when I did it. Because it gives... When you, it asks you, when you're filling out the forms, it asks you for your interests and your hobbies and that sort of thing. So if you read a book, of course, you're going to check reading. Uh, right? Okay. I see. Oh, Do you see yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's... It's kind of like those doctor's questionnaires where it's, do you have a family history of or do you have any of these illnesses or yes. anything like that? Well, I have the sniffles. So does that mean I have allergies? I don't know. So I'm checking it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. It's just, there's just so much. You can be whoever you want. So I can be more outgoing and more assertive, I guess. Okay. Behind a screen mm-hmm. than I would be in public within reason. If I'm in uniform, different story. Yes. I'm a whole different person in uniform. As we but all are. People can be whoever they wish to be. And I don't like that. Just be authentic. Be your Yourself. Right. What does Dax say? The messiness of being human? Yes. Mm-hmm. Be messy. So do you think that people are curating the personality they want to put out there or the type of person they want to attract? This city is very young money. It is. It's aesthetic. Aesthetic is the perfect word yes, for it. Yes, this city you is have very to be aesthetic. This. Yes. It doesn't matter if they're fake or real or whatever, but you have to have the 32, 28, 32. Right, right. 
a long blonde hair, mm-hmm. microbladed eyebrows, mm-hmm. eyelash extensions mm-hmm. for days, mm-hmm. royal blue eyes, mm-hmm. tanned to the nine, five foot nine or taller. Okay. <clears throat> 130 or less okay i'm like wait a minute other than the blonde hair are you hating on me right now and then you hit the 130 or less i'm like okay okay she's not hating on me no it's not you yes this is what i'm observing yes from because when you look at somebody's profile it has their preferences as well so i would tend to go for people that would say no preference i don't know how to describe myself because i'm hard on myself so I don't know if I describe myself as curvy or average or athletic. Right. Or, because I have all of those builds at different times in my um, life, depending on where my weight is. Right. But because my weight fluctuates so mm-hmm. much, I tend to say curvy even if I'm heavier because I'm still very curvy at heavy. Well, in your <clears throat> your explanation or thought of curvy... It's very different than somebody else. It could be different than someone else's. So these are very arbitrary labels that we're being forced to apply to ourselves. So I might look in the mirror and go, yeah, I'm a smoke show. I'm slender. Mm -hmm. And say that I'm slender. Yes. And then go out with a guy and have him say to me, well, you don't fit in the, you don't fit the hip test. So. Good Lord. Oh, yes. This happened in university. This did not happen. I had a guy tell me in university that when he went out on a date if it was a blind date or something like that, if he couldn't put his hands on his hips and then go to hers <gasps> and there wasn't space in between his hands, she was too big. Oh my, you dodged a bullet there. Oh, he wasn't trying to get in my pants. Oh, okay. Because I was like, <laughs> I was trying I to get in my roommates and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And did anyone throat punch him? I um, wonder where that loser is right now today. Oh, he's probably a doctor or something. God, I bet you he isn't. I bet you I bet you he's pumping someone's gas and we don't even have gas pumpers anymore. That's what a loser I think this guy turned out to be. I hope I hope that he probably outgrew that. Yeah. I really do. That's my hope for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now I'm curious and I might have to Facebook stalk him. I totally <laughs> think that you should, out of curiosity um, after we record. If I could remember his surname, I totally would. But yes. Yeah. So I I mean, in just to be devil's advocate and Go for Defend it. him for a moment. In no way am I condoning his behavior. Yes. He was inebriated. So, okay. Well, yeah. But drunken words are sober thoughts often. So Often they are. I don't know that that's a fair defense on his part, but I would really like to hope that he's not the same 19-year-old boy. Yes. He was. We are all different people then. from those days. Um, And I hope maybe... That's very diplomatic has- of you children now specifically a daughter and if anybody said that to her yes that he would go "Uh uh-uh not cool yeah you're going down yeah and then shudder at the memory Memory. of his behavior so that's my hope for him okay he's yeah maya that was really fair of you honestly because in my mind he was just a freaking douchebag and i was a lot smaller than i was teeny tiny i would love to be as fat as i thought i was right i always (laughs) say that too i'm like if i was only as skinny as the last time that i thought i was fat yeah i would love to be that fat again (laughs) i know a smoke show happening there (laughs) um if i go too curvy Mm -hmm. i get the chubby chasers okay is that what they're called or you call them that chubby chasers no that's a thing it is it's a thing chubby chasers okay it's usually skinny little guys teeny tiny skinny little really guys in your experience you've had this happen Mm -hmm. okay in portland go on (laughs) Oh, <laughs> really? tail for another time um and mm. they like girls that are curvy okay and the one i met in portland he wanted a curvy confident girl <laughs> i a told curvy, him he was looking girl. for a unicorn <laughs> 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 because <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm 
not shaming anybody. Speaking strictly from experience. Okay. <laughs> I am a curvy, bigger girl. Yes. Who doesn't have confidence in a lot of things. And that's what he was looking for. I'm like, you're looking for Ashley Graham. She's one in what? Ashley Graham. Yeah, good point. She's one in a gazillion. Mil- Melissa McCarthy. Yes, Melissa McCarthy. Okay. There's two. We got two that are just um, balls out there. Like, like balls to the wall, yeah. owning their shit. Owning their shit and freaking love them for it. And kicking ass and taking names. Yes. Role models right there. Yeah. Those two. Yeah. Amazing women. But those are the two that come to mind of course. right away. Yes. Few and far between. Mm-hmm. Because traditionally, bigger girls have been picked on. You're the pretty girl, but you, you're you really pretty for a bigger girl. Oh, right. And that's so not a compliment. No. Why do we have to... Throw in a compliment with an insult? Well, no, it's... Insult um, with a smile on your face? It's quantifying okay. everything. Okay, okay, yes. Or qualify compliments. Mm-hmm. You look really pretty today. Right. So yes, chubby chasers are actually... Okay. I know none of you know what we look like. Nope. <laughs> There's a We're gonna good keep reason it that way. for that. If you have an idea of what we look like... I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, no cheaters for no anybody cheaters who knows for us. For anybody who does know us. But if you don't know us and you don't know what we look like, I'd love to see what you think yeah. we look like. And you could email that to that us. That could be hysterical. I would love it. Honestly. I would love it. Yeah. Just based on voices, I, I'm i interested to see what would come in. Me too. But I was at the gym. I've been going back. So not just 2016, guys. I'm back regularly now. <laughs> I went five days last week. That's my girl. It's finally reopened. And the way it's reopened works really well for Maya. Because it's appointment only. And Maya doesn't cancel on appointments. Yeah. So. You're talking about yourself in third person. I am. It's really weird. I do it all the time. Okay. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) So it it works well for me. Because you book an hour appointment. You're there. You do your thing. I'm just doing cardio, but still. I'm getting out. Yeah. And it's not just cardio. Yeah. You're doing cardio. I'm doing cardio. Yes. You need to. That's my girl. Still do something so i'm moving lapping all of the people sitting on the couch so that is exactly (laughs) it doing something the last few times i've been there there's been this fella there and he looks really really familiar to me Mm -hmm. but where i live there are a thousand per square foot aviation people easily you cross the street you run into someone from the company company or another company or the other company aviation is such a small close-knit world i just assumed that he worked for our company Mm -hmm. because he looked that familiar to me. Didn't think anything of it. I am not there to pick up men. I'm not there to pick up women. I am there to work out. Yeah. Get your task done. This guy was working out on a piece of equipment very close to where all the sanitation stuff is. So because post-COVID, the expectation is that every gym member wipes down all the equipment before and after. Yeah. And because I'm psychotic about the way I wipe things down, I always take two wipes. I have to walk by this guy. And I noticed probably three days in that every time I walked by, he would go and turn his head. Yes. I just thought, colleague, still. Like, I wasn't realizing that he was trying to place me or check me out or something like that. Yeah. But because the way he dismounted from me. He dismounted. <laughs> like an Olympic gymnast. Going with all the, the flair and <laughs> glory of a gold medal. I love watching people like that at the gym. <laughs> off this weird elliptical type thing. Oh. I don't know if he was showing off or if he was just being himself or what he was doing but when he went to get the wipes to wipe down the equipment after Mm -hmm. he was done he was fumbling with his water bottle and it was one of the blender bottles yeah without 
protein shake and it was just water but he went to get the wipes got the wipes wiped everything down came back and he was doing something I don't know what he was doing because I just saw it out of the corner of my eye what made me turn was when he dropped his blender bottle and it crashed and made a huge sound yes and he looks at me and locked eyes locked eyes yeah and he just kind of smirks I smiled and I'm like oh shit there's water all over the floor yeah and then like that it dawned on me where I knew him from where was it online dating about two or three years ago no kidding and he had expressed some interest in me he had contacted me and he's a smoke show it hit me right in that moment and I was like it all came flooding back to me and we had great conversation okay as soon as he found out what I did he's like no I don't think I could ever date you what you did for a living Mm -hmm. okay and did you go on a date with him or Mm -hmm. this was in conversation no this was just and then he found out Mm -hmm. and why is it because I'm a flight attendant. And why? Because you're a flight because attendant. Because the flight attendants that he knows yes. aren't faithful and his ex cheated on. And she was a flight attendant? I don't know. Oh, okay. So he has the, he the whole... He knows people in the industry. Yes. His ex cheated on him. I'm putting it together. And the people that he knows mm-hmm. are good time gals. Yeah. And this is what they do on the road. Yeah. Therefore, one plus one equals... Yes. That's Maya the way... That... undateable. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. In his head. Now, this segues to us talking about, do you tell people what you do for a living? Women, yes. Men, takes me a while. Okay. And why you? is that? I love telling people what I do because we love Regard- our job. Regardless. Regardless. Tell- because I love what I do, I guess. And people have so many questions. I know we hear the same questions over and over sometimes. There um, must be lots of highs and lows to your job. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard that one. You've never heard? Are there lots of ups and downs to your job? Never. Are you kidding me? That is so Good funny. Grief. I love it, but I've don't. never heard it. Yeah. Oh, all the time. I I just get the usual, like, what routes do you do? Yeah. We don't do regular routes. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one was the, do you come here often? And my response was, you mean this aisle? Yeah, I'm up and down here 10,000 times a day. <laughs> He goes, no, I mean this route. I'm like, how does your wife feel about you asking those questions? Oh my gosh. See, we have completely opposite experiences Mm -hmm. and we're in the same profession. All right. Uh, Yeah. I tell people I do. Um, Women, I think I do, but it's my own skewed issue and where I don't feel comfortable around other women because Mm -hmm. I'm a curvy girl. I'm the, I'm the nice, pretty, funny girl for a bigger girl. Okay. So everything's quantified with me. Okay. Being a bigger girl. I just had a mental image of what somebody would draw me as. <laughs> oh, we're putting it out there. This is going to be so much fun, though. Honestly. <laughs> Who's the witch in Little Mermaid? Ursula. Yeah, that's it. Purple one. Um, <laughs> You're so no like, Ursula. <laughs> it was, no, it's like a manatee Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the, the image that you had in your head? And we'll get into why my yeah. does this in another episode, but yeah, I digress. No, I just don't feel comfortable around other women. Okay. So if I'm feeling particularly uncomfortable or feel like they are judging me or they don't like me for some reason because I'm forming their opinions of myself for right. them. As we already mentioned. I automatically tell them that I'm a flight attendant. And you feel like it's an icebreaker? It completely changes their approach to me. How so? In a positive way? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. You must see so many things that... And it's a good segue for a conversation, mm-hmm. right? All right. Yeah, it just kind of... I see that. I get yeah. that. But men, yes, I will. I wait because there's a stigma with our career, as we've mentioned. Yes, and we're talking about an aesthetic, physical yes. stigma. Yeah, there's. it's a very archaic career in that... I'm not saying that it's not forward-thinking in their hiring. Oh, no, no. Yeah, um, they are very forward-thinking. They're in very, hiring. very forward-thinking in that. 
we are very forward thinking. It's just the nature of the role. Yes. Is that it is pretty women. The historical belief of flight attendants. Pretty women. And since maybe 1980 something, Mm -hmm. perhaps, Mm -hmm. gay males. Yes. Gay males and very pretty under the age of 30 women. Yes. Now let's talk about where that came from, that stigma. I didn't look this up. We Yeah, but we did discuss it. We did. And (laughs) this is take two of this episode (laughs) because somebody forgot to blog it. We're not sure who, but this is go-to of... (laughs) overqualified because the first go around we forgot to plug in the microphones and you couldn't hear a word we were saying no but we recorded the entire episode entire episode went to edit and realized oh my g yeah we i did not plug in i think it was omf that got sent it was yeah (laughs) a lot of expletives that went along with that and then um freaking out to my husband Mm -hmm. and then i had then my brother intervened and told us that it was as being dumb. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for not judging Maya's brother. We're so sorry that we put you through that. Rookie mistake, guys. Rookie mistake. Rookie and mistake. Lesson I, learned. Pro uh, tip. 100% take responsibility for that. And as we digress a little bit, I have to share this because then Maya shows up to record today. Is where we're going to re-record. And she has in big marker letters. Uh, they're Mr. Sketch, too. So <laughs> Mr. I got Sketch high. markers. <laughs> and we will post photos on the website of what she came with. And it, it is literally like we're in kindergarten yeah. before recording. Make sure. Scarlett is plugged in the, to the laptop. Or laptop is plugged in at the wall. Microphones are plugged in. Are you ready to start? Did you check both plugs? Carry on. Begin. Once intro is run through playback. Trust but verify. Most importantly. Have fun. Be authentic. Enunciate. Project. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) So they're in front of us now in the recording studio. If we start giggling, that's probably why we're looking at that. That's so funny. Or I'm picturing myself as a manatee. (laughs) (laughs) You're picturing yourself as a manatee crossed with Ursula from The Little Mermaid. (laughs) Because she's a classy lady. Okay, I haven't seen the movie. I have no idea. Doesn't she have crazy hair? She does. Okay. She's part octopus. Okay. Anyway. Let's get back to it. That was hysterical. Where were we? I believe the role began in the late 40s, early 50s. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't even think to look that up. Yeah. I probably should have. But at that time, my grandmother wanted to be a flight attendant yes. when she graduated from nursing school. And that's one of the criteria was you had to be a nursing school graduate. Mm-hmm. You couldn't be married or engaged to be married. Mm-hmm. You had to be under the age of 30, I believe. Mm-hmm. Specific height and weight measurements. Yes, not too short, not too tall. And your weight was taken, your measurements were taken, and I'm talking like your bust, hips, yeah, everything, were taken I believe at every check-in, I'm not 100% sure. There was just an element of glamour and class mm-hmm. to the role. So it was very much almost a geisha type role. Yeah, um, I would say that. Where you're the entertainment as well. Mm-hmm. And the easy on the servant eyes. Servant and the illustrious. And that was the thing was that if you were a businessman and you were traveling and you got a flight attendant. It's, it's yeah, a beautiful a, people profession. And you were... Yeah something yeah like you had to be a big wig business guy to catch a fish like a flight attendant mm-hmm. 
it's now changed. <laughs> it's not so much like that. Thank God for that. Eh? You also have to be physically capable. Exactly. And to if perform your duties. What we're addressing is the stigma that goes with it. So right? it's beautiful people. It's believed to be, yes, a beautiful, and it is a beautiful people Absolutely industry. Absolutely it is. And it still is. And there's a reason we have such good dental coverage and such good vision coverage mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Because you want aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Even though that's not even a factor anymore. It has no bearing on the safety of your aircraft. It does not. But it comes part and parcel. Unfortunately, it does come part and parcel. Do you know that on my crew, there were all four of us one day. So we switched out mm -hmm. one crew member at least every day. All four of us that were looking at each other, making sure that all of our Botox injections had taken effect. Because we all knew that we were coming back flying. And, that, and it's something that... 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we would have never talked about. We would have not been laughing about it of course. or honest or upfront yep. about it. And now it's like even saying that we were laughing because we all started when we were younger and all of us mm -hmm. have been around now for 15, 20 years minimum. Um, and we were all laughing as that's why we mm -hmm. now have no apologies to make that we're trying to keep and <laughs> everything see, looking I, smooth. That's where... It brings us to another segue. Yes. Why we chose to call this overqualified. Yes. I love, love, love this. <laughs> All right. So this episode is called Overqualified Maya. And why is that? Well, when you sit in a jump seat mm -hmm. and you've just met the person mm -hmm. sitting beside you less than six inches away. <laughs> That's right. So your coworker, your fellow flight this attendant. Is somebody that you've just met 15 minutes before. Mm -hmm. What is their first question to you? Mm, you married or do you have children? Yes. Yes. So my answer is no. No. And that's, and then it's dead air. And nobody likes the dead air. No. Because I don't ask, what about you? No. <laughs> I don't care. You don't care. And it doesn't <laughs> impact your ability to arm or disarm the doors or evacuate an aircraft <laughs> safely. Don't care. I could care less. Mm -hmm. If you're in a romantic entanglement with your cat, <laughs> have at her. I do not care. Yes. Just do your job. You can still perform CPR. So, yes. Turn on do, the AD. Do your job. I don't care about the rest. So the next question is, are you dating? No. Why not? If I knew the answer to that, I probably would be dating. <laughs> I don't know. There's a meme. I think I took a screenshot of it. Why are you single? You're nice, you're attractive, and you're funny or something like that. Yeah. And then the response is, well, there you have it. I'm overqualified. I love it. So that's where it comes from. It comes from a meme. I didn't come up with it. It's yes. my response. And it's a little bit more appropriate than my tiny penis or my third nipple. <laughs> Why are you single? Your tiny penis or I'm your third penis. nipple? Yeah, it is more appropriate, I would have but to say. Sometimes I will say my third nipple just to see people's reaction. The reaction. And if they're actually listening. Yeah. Yes. And that that's probably more what it is. Yes. Because people don't listen to me. Mm -hmm. I think that it's not that specifically you they're not listening to. Sometimes I'll just generally ask the question just to kill the dead air. Because sometimes you're sitting in those jump seats for quite a while. If you're waiting to taxi, if you're waiting for a gate. I mean, we're going to move on to a different subject. Because both of us want to comment on that. <laughs> cat read my face <laughs> i looked away and, and shifted she, in my seat she she knew that it wasn't going to end well if i continued nope. with that train of thought so thank you for that we're going to maintain because, professionalism well here. we would have had to edit out a lot yes because i would have gone on a tirade reminds me of a story uh-huh did you hear about the dating in the time of covid story oh my At the gosh height of covid back in march nope this will be interesting how do you date in 2020 Period. Period. Yes. Because goodness knows I can't do it. Yes. 
But how do you do it in the midst of a global pandemic mm -hmm. in one of the hardest hit cities? So even if you're online dating, you still at some point have to physically meet up with someone. Absolutely. So do. yeah, how do you even... How do you do this? Okay. You have to get creative. You yes. have to get creative with anything during COVID. I'd imagine so. With the way in which you show somebody affection, with the way you care Gosh, for somebody. I didn't even think of this. You have to get really creative. Mm -hmm. And people were doing that by the random acts of kindness of shoveling walks because we live in Canada and it snowed until last week basically yes um, <laughs> not really but it very easily could have yes and with the amount of hail we had in June it, it was essentially like, I showed you it was yes essentially, essentially like having snow. snow you have to get creative yes you have to I stumbled across the story from New York that okay. I had seen on Instagram so I went digging a little deeper okay because I wanted to make sure that credit was given where credit was due Okay. Guy in New York, I should have looked up their names. I didn't. He of the generation that uses TikTok and that sort of thing a lot more than I do. Okay. So he had documented this, we'll call it a social experiment for lack of a better term. Okay. On TikTok or Instagram or both or something, but mm -hmm. I found it on Instagram. So he had noticed that I think the article is from the end of March. Yeah, March 25th. So towards the end of March. So it's starting to get warmer in New York, mm -hmm. but they were on such strict lockdown because they were. Yeah, they were, especially um, at that time. Uh, just having cases come up so fast, their hospitals couldn't handle it. They were yeah. like, it was just, it was a really unfortunate situation. Mm -hmm. So in New York, you're living in very small spaces. Yes. And literally on top, top of, of each, other. each other. So some buildings, there's. I'd never heard about this until New York, but the air rights where buildings can only go so high because other buildings own the air above it. So it doesn't. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, there's air rights. New York, I love you. So that. I learned so, so much. So many buildings can only be so high so that it doesn't obscure. Yes. Views and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So this guy had noticed this young lady in a building across from him. Mm-hmm on her roof so his apartment must have been higher yes. than the roof of her building but she was dancing okay because i mean when you're cooped up indoors you gotta you, do something you gotta do something to keep your sanity yes so she was either learning a new routine or that was just her happy place or that was her self-care i don't know mm -hmm. i've never met her i would love to good for you girl but that was how she was getting through a difficult time was dancing well he happened to notice and he took interest in interest it interest in it so He's like, I kind of dig this girl. I don't know if it was her moves or what it was, right. but he's like, I'm going to ask her out. But how am I going to do this? Right. You're in lockdown. How do you do this? You can't go over. It's like that episode of Friends where Joey's trying to figure out which apartment. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, hot girl. Yeah. Hot, hot girl. girl. Hot girl. Uh, <laughs> like you can't count the floors and mm -hmm. find out where she is. And so he gets his drone out. Okay. And uses it as a carrier pigeon. <laughs> And writes a note on it. I love and this. Said, I noticed you dancing. I dig it. Here's my number. Would you like to text for a bit or something like that? So she agrees. So he sends a drone over. She so gets it. She gets the message. And I don't know how long after, but she responded. She sent him a text message and they texted back and forth. And they agreed to meet up in person. Okay. But how do you do that in a city on lockdown? That's right, because social distancing protocols much and less still yes. adhere to yes. social distancing. So he gets an inflatable bubble like they use in those Zorbs. Like oh, yeah. The, like the, the human ones... hamster wheels. Yeah, the human hamster that you can run in. Yeah. Okay. So he gets one of those. 
and he this guy's gets a freaking genius some flowers he zips himself up into the ball and goes to her door lets her like because obviously he can't make it up the stairwell because, yeah yeah so he did have to do the text from outside and honk the horn still and freaking here. hats off genius, to get yourself right? in a bubble in new york regardless if it's just outside of the apartment right or the condo building yes so brilliant and then he realizes that he hadn't thought the whole flowers thing through. Okay. Because they're on the inside of the bubble and she's on the outside of the bubble. <laughs> how is he going to so get them to how her? how do you get them to her? But the, the gesture was still appreciated. Of course. So they went on their date through New York, social distanced, and the story had been picked up by a local media station. Yeah. So it had been featured and these NYPD officers asked them to stop and they're uh -oh. like oh, oh are we doing something we shouldn't be doing no they they had heard about the story and wanted to take their photo so i hope that they're still i haven't heard an update really so the nypd posed with them for the photo posed with them so it's a, a photo of nypd it's two officers i yep. believe one on either side and it's the uh, boy and the girl and then that is the so NYPD great officers. the nypd asking people for photos because it's always Flipped. yes it's always yeah. the tourists Asking, asking to have their yes. photos taken with an MIPD. So, yeah, it was... Oh, I love this guy. Yeah. We need to get a hold of him. We do. Yeah. We find him. So, I would love to know if they're still together. I know. Let's look so more if into knows. it. anybody knows. But, yeah. So, I thought so, that was a really creative way of finding love so in the time creative. of COVID. This guy is a genius. Kudos. Yes. And we're going to follow that up. We'll get more information to yeah. find out. And then we can just... We'll post it or do like a little yeah. but mini. But we'll post the link to this story if you haven't heard about it. Because I'm sure I left out details. Yes. But, such a cool story oh my gosh i love it see we need more stories like that god forbid mm -hmm. i'm not wishing anything on you something were to happen and you were to find yourself single would you date i don't think i ever want to date again no yeah, given that situation i might change my mind mm -hmm. but i don't think i ever want to date again no i might just be happy with me and kiddo mm -hmm. doing my thing yeah so you wouldn't necessarily try a dating service and i'm not just talking like match or plenty of fish or anything like that i'm talking about like the more elite ones mm -mm. where it's just lunch or anything like that i don't think so and given that situation i could completely change my position on this of course. i mean you're not in that position right. so it's easy to sit here and say no that you wouldn't yeah but i have absolutely no, no desire. desire none i struggle with the paying for something that should happen organically yes yeah that's a good notion that's i really struggle with that because the prices are exorbitant they do charge a lot don't they to be able to do what? Message somebody? Is that right? So do you pay for every little thing in? No, it's usually a, so they try and hook you. Okay. I think plenty of fish is still free. I don't know. I haven't been on any for a while. Six months. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Six months. Um, but think match is about 140 for six months. What? And a one month subscription is like twenty four ninety nine. Are you freaking kidding 39? me? I don't know. Like it just. And that's to do what? To fill out a profile? No. Like your profile and your photos are free. But for anybody to like them or comment on, like to send you a message. Yeah. You To be able to read that message or for you to send anybody a message, you have to pay. Oh, that's how they make their money. I thought it was all advertising that they make their money from sponsors. They actually, sorry, I just hit my mic because I'm in shock here. They actually charge everybody Bumble's one of the most expensive ones. Really? I think a one-month Bumble was like 60 or something like that. 
Wow. And Bumble's the one where women initiate contact. And I wasn't sure I would like that, but I wanted to try it. Okay. Because you can't say you don't like something if you don't try it. Try it. I always say that to me. So daughter. it's one thing for me to say, no, it's not for me mm-hmm. now that I've done it. Mm-hmm. But to say, no, it's not for me and never tried I've it. tried that's it. That's not fair. Yes. So I tried it and it was, or maybe I did a three month. I think the three month was a little bit cheaper, but okay. if you do weekly, it was like sixteen ninety nine or something like that a week. Holy shit. I need to start an online dating service. That and RV parking. <laughs> and RV parking. <laughs> A wild, wide open space. Charge people forty bucks a month. <laughs> the the fact that you just pulled that out of the that is not what I was expecting you to say, and you were so damn serious when you looked at me. That and RV right? parking. The overhead's low. Yes. <laughs> I got both of them. There's low overhead. Yes, there's low overhead, but a continual income. income. That's There's great. more work required for starting an online dating service than an RV parking spot. <laughs> Initially. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tears in my eyes. Mm-hmm. If you could give your younger self mm-hmm. any advice about dating. Oh, this is so good. What would I it be? love this. About dating specifically? Well, yeah. See, dating. I think dating. Because we can use this question for other conversations yes dating specifically if i could tell anything to my other self hey Your this younger is a, self. yeah my younger self mm-hmm. dating specifically if i could tell anything to my younger self that boys are so not on the same level as girls when you're younger mm-hmm. the, at that age that it's not you don't need to be validated mm-hmm. that's not your worth yeah i think that's what i would tell myself about dating Right. I, I didn't have shitty relationships. I didn't really like mm-hmm. I've, I've had maybe a couple nasty ones, mm-hmm. which incidentally I got out of mm-hmm. as a result. I bet my husband, thank God. But I always had pretty good, healthy, I have stayed cordial with all of them, with almost all of them. Most of them funny. Uh, I had a very amicable. I can never say that word. Amicable. Amicable. Did amicable. I say it right? I can never say that word. Am. Am. Ick. Ick. A bull. A bull. Am. Ick. A bull. Amicable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work on that one. I've struggled with it since I was young. Uh, I did have a relationship that was amicable <laughs> split. And then oddly, it was within, I think, two months. He just decided that he hated me mm-hmm. and um, was lashing out and got really rude and horrible. Uh, and even it got to the point where when my husband and I were together, he was still sending me nasty messages years later, just on the rando. It would happen like six months a year. One too many beers and you get a message. I guess so. Out. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, very interesting. So for you, you may be the one that got away for him. And that might be why. I don't know. We already <laughs> touched on this. You are a serial dater or a serial monogamous? Uh, you date a lot, but when you date, are yes. you dating simultaneously or are you dating one person? A few stages in my life I did, mm-hmm. but not on How the many reg. ever at one time? Two. Two? Yeah. No more than two. No more than two. How can you juggle more than How two? How can you juggle more than two? That's a thing, right? And which brings me to another question. Is there something to be said for courting? Absolutely. Old school. Yes. I'm without a vehicle right now Mm -hmm. and I'm staying with my parents. So Kat's hubby came and picked me up to come record. (laughs) My parents had left, but when hubby came to pick me up, I had seen him pull up. So I was just gathering my stuff. And as I was getting to the door, a text message came through that said, I'm out front. (laughs) I started to laugh. (laughs) And what I said to Kat when I got here was, 
hubby's lucky that my dad wasn't home because he told me never to get in the car with a boy who would just or if I was going he said this to me when he dropped me off at university he said if I was going on a date to make sure that the boy always came to the door yes knocked on the door yes or rang the doorbell or whatever so (laughs) never get in a vehicle or go on a date with somebody who just sits in their car and honks their horn Mm -hmm. so it was just funny that hubby just texted me (laughs) Well, and shame on him because that is so not him. I'm shocked and surprised that he did. It was hilarious. It cracked me up because I was expecting him to come to the door. Of course, because that's who he is. He's very chivalrous. So that's why I just died laughing when I I know. And when you told me, my eyes were like. She was like appalled. And I don't care because we're more family than anything. It's true. But I just thought it was so funny. And especially because it was heavy picking me up. That's right. I was like, oh, I don't know if I should get in the car with this guy. I know. Thank God dad wasn't there. Papa Maya, I'm so sorry. He would have laughed. Yes. I'll tell him he picks me up later. He'll be like, guess what? Honestly, and it'll never happen again from hubby. I know it. He'll just be like, sheepish. No, I thought it was funny. It was, it was, I didn't care. I honestly didn't care. It was just a, I heard my dad in my Yes, <laughs> it was, it's, because I'm staying with my parents. It's like I'm 16 again. I know. It's, it's kind of fun, though, isn't it? I love going back to parents? stay with my parents. Is it ever okay to expect sex on the first date? No, unless. Okay, no. Okay. And I don't want the gray area. But if you're going for a hookup. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because that's a hookup date. Okay. So in this day and age, mm-hmm. we live in a world of online dating. Mm-hmm. And with that comes transcontinental online dating yes so let's say that you met somebody Mm -hmm. six months ago Mm -hmm. online Mm -hmm. you've been texting and calling video chatting every day Mm -hmm. for the last six months Mm -hmm. and now you're flying cross-country to meet them in person so technically it's your first date Mm -hmm. is it okay to have sex on that first date i don't think so there's always tomorrow isn't there well, I'm not saying I haven't done it. Oh, no, no. I'm just, I thought it would be an interesting <laughs> conversation. That's all. Yeah, it is an interesting conversation. I still would say, yeah, I don't think that I'm just, the way that I'm putting it is mm-hmm. advice that I might give my daughter. Of course. Right. And that's why I'm like, no, I, and I'm playing devil's advocate. Just yes, because of course you are. I know. Yes. The only time I've ever heard you and hubby speak of exes mm-hmm. is when you're waxing nostalgic and telling a story about a situation that happened when yeah. you were with that person yeah that's it like yeah. there's no pining for them or Mm-mm. anything like that Mm-mm. and with usually our story is talking about our exes too are pretty fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> and they're not mean about the other person they're just funny yeah we get a kick out of each other um, <laughs> yeah it's it's just tales well it's that time again folks we must draw our time together to a close already it feels like we were only chatting for about three minutes we do thank you for joining us today on behalf of back galley banter cat and myself maya we do thank you for humoring us today while we discuss the complexity of finding love in aviation and not to mention love in the time of COVID-19. I think that we hopefully humored some other people too, because we definitely humored each other. <laughs> we definitely humored <laughs> each other, for sure. We always do, though. That's right. <clears throat> As always, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to Back Alley Banter on your favorite podcast platform, like and or review us on Apple Podcasts, find us and follow us on Instagram at Back Alley Banter, questions, feedback, or suggestions, email us at backalleybanter at gmail.com. And remember, if you think that you know what the two of us look like or you have any feedback, feel free to send us that email. This has been Back Alley Banter and I'm Maya. 
And I'm Kat, and please be kind, be safe, until we meet again. On behalf of the airline and the entire crew, I would like to thank you for joining us on this flight, and we are looking forward to seeing you on board again in the near future. We wish you a pleasant stay.